You're now listening to a Binge Bull Brain podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Binge Pro Brain podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to answer your question, which is, why do I keep eating even though I'm already super full? I'm going to give you five main reasons why you keep eating when you're full. And after hearing the first reason, you might be put off a little bit. You might be discouraged and you may think like, okay, I've heard this million times, I'm not going to listen to this podcast episode, so I'm warning you and I encourage you strongly to to listen to this episode. Uh, Till the end, there's going to be a lot of good uh, nuggets of wisdom in this episode. However, the first reason is going to be a little bit cliche and it is hunger. (laughs) Yes, you keep eating when you're full because of hunger, but I'm not talking about the acute hunger, but about collective hunger. And this is something that many people who struggle with hypothalamic amenorrhea or anorexia nervosa, they do experience it a lot. Maybe also people who often do like prolonged fasts or who do the excessive amount of exercise. So this is this, they experience this mental hunger. So even though physically they may already feel full, they may even feel pain, their brain is telling them we need more food. But uh, even if you do not suffer from hypothalamic amenorrhea or anorexia, it still may apply to you because maybe on a day-to-day basis, you just try to eat as little as possible. You always try to have control over your food and at some point your body rebels against against this this control because the the truth is that whenever you are on the calorie deficit you're like taking a debt in your body and now at some point your body is telling you that you have to pay uh, this debt off because your body has something called set point or some people have different theories saying that it's a settling point However, let's right now um, assume that the set point theory is right. So in your body, you have the regulatory mechanisms, many, many of them. And whenever you are losing weight, your body will activate those mechanisms to push your body back towards its set point weight. Because we have to realize that hunger Hunger is not just the acute signals like, I don't know, (laughs) ghrelin, insulin, but there are many uh, other mechanisms that regulate your appetite. Also signals from many organs, which is also adipose tissue. So your fat cells (laughs) and the amount of fat cells will also regulate your, your hunger. So when you are losing weight, probably there is less leptin released. Therefore, you feel hungry almost uh, all the time. So why collective hunger makes you out of control with food? Because dieting rewires your brain. When you're dieting, the food is scarce. So certain neuroadaptations take place so that whenever you eat, there's a greater activation of reward pathways in your brain. And at the same time, the brain regions responsible for self-control and planning 
they become underactivated. <laughs> and also, there's a momentum, right? Because uh, when you are dieting and you try to eat your regular meal, there's this momentum. So your body knows that, oh, you are eating right now. So let's use this opportunity to to have our real needs met. So your body doesn't know when it will convince you to eat again. So there is this all or nothing thinking going on, right? <laughs> because you're probably scared. Like you've noticed that every time you eat, you overeat. Therefore, you reduce the frequency of your eating. And unfortunately, that perpetuates the cycle because your body needs safety. It needs abundance of food. It needs easy access uh, to energy. So uh, you might have noticed that, okay, I started overeating every time I eat. So you started pushing mealtimes because you don't want to overeat. Therefore, you reduce the, the frequency of your eating. And again, as I said a moment ago, it perpetuates the, the cycle. And also you become very disconnected from your body because at some point you, you won't uh, know how physical hunger feels like you will feel either uh, not hungry or ravenously hungry because you are no longer in touch with your body because so many times you ignored your hunger that right now your body doesn't even bother to send those subtle hunger signals. It just knows that, okay, every time we eat, we're just going to use this opportunity to overeat and to have our needs met in, in this way. So first you ignored your hunger, your body stops sending those subtle signals of hunger uh, because it figured out that you ignore them anyways. So we may just, you know, so your body may just massively, ma may just encourage you to massively overeat when you already eat. <laughs> so the solution is you have to eat adequate amounts of food for a while. You have to give up dieting for a while. You have to eat regularly, balanced diet. Ideally, you shouldn't cut out certain food groups unless there's a medical need for it. Time for a second reason why you keep eating even though you're full and it is restriction. And of course, I mean both mental and physical restriction. However, I already mentioned about the physical restriction. So let's talk about mental restriction. Why badly introduced and unnecessary mental restriction leads to overeating? Mainly because of scarcity mindset. So your brain's quick perception of scarce resources has contributed to the preservation of our species. Sure, our brain hasn't changed that much <laughs> for the past couple of thousand years. So limited resources affect our decision-making uh, circuits in the brain. Okay, so how does it happen? By increasing attention towards the scarce resource at the cost of attention um, of other, you know, less important topics in your, in your life. That's why when you are on a diet and you eliminate certain products, you quickly become obsessed with food. And other areas of your life are suffering. You are less present in your friend's life. You stop engaging in your hobbies. Uh, you're more preoccupied with your body than with your own happiness or mental health. So when it comes to food, we could summarize scarcity mindset as 
Eat now because there might be no more later. <laughs> Eat now when it's still available because there won't be any more later. <laughs> Eat now before we feel guilty. And of course, in your mind, it can be phrased differently. It can be phrased less directly. It may be something along the lines like, okay, so today I'm going to eat this last piece of leftover cake, but from tomorrow I will aim to eat less sugar so that the next week I could see a lower m number on a scale during my weekly weigh-in. Uh, it can, you, uh, your scarcity, scarcity mindset can also sound something like that. Oh, it's Thursday. This week I've been very good with food so far. Um, so as long as I don't eat any processed foods this week, I could do a small cheat meal on Sunday during birthday party. Another example. Oh, today I'm gonna enjoy those six squares of chocolate, but tomorrow I will have to do the cardio session at the gym. <laughs> so now, I think that you may start recognizing your voice, right? When it's less direct, uh, you notice that, okay, yeah, I do have these kind of thoughts. And this is unfortunately the example of scarcity mindset. And your mind is sensitive to restriction. <laughs> so if you plan to restrict later, your brain anticipates a lack of food availability, which triggers the last supper syndrome. And it happens when you think that you are indulging in a particular food for the very last time. So if this is your last time eating, let's say, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you better make it count. <laughs> There's subconscious fear of deprivation that kicks in and you can't stop eating, even though you are already full. So what's the solution? Well, don't plan to restrict later. Don't create a list of good and bad foods. Stop demonizing certain foods. Be careful to do not police your food. Relax your food rules. Allow the habituation to certain foods to work its magic so that you can enjoy your favorite foods without guilt. The third reason why do you keep eating when full is dysregulation of nervous system. And this is kind of the umbrella term. But I believe that when you feel dysregulated, your body will try to regulate it itself. And food is, is very rewarding, as you all know. <laughs> so eating requires certain conditions that are associated with pleasure, relaxation. So your body uses food as a way to cope with dysregulated nervous system. Let's say that you feel psychologically uncomfortable. So thinking about binge, about chewy brownie, can sedate you for a moment. <laughs> in, in general, palatable food activates reward system in the brain that makes you feel better instantly. Um, let's say that you are working hard at work, then eating may be the only moment in your busy schedule when you sit down and relax, even <laughs> if, if it's just for a moment. Chewing is also quite relaxing. Um, stress uh, causes excitation of the amygdala and uh, calming activities cal can calm down activity in, in amygdala. Also, stress causes uh, release of cortisol and cortisol increases appetite and motivation to eat. So as you can see, 
the state of your nervous system impacts your food intake and food intake impacts the state of your nervous system because eating affects your physiology. So it's possible that when your nervous system is dysregulated, you are pulled towards food because your brain learned that food brings back balance to the system, even if its balance uh, isn't long-lasting. Think about what happens when you experience internal conflict, imbalance, um, you have that drive for food, you want to numb out with like a variety of comfort foods, but you don't do it. <laughs> so if you don't have any effective ways of self-regulation, self-soothing, you are going to experience intensified emotions. And those uncomfortable feelings will start bubbling up to the surface. Your need for numbing effect of food is even stronger. That's why I believe that sometimes you may uh, keep eating even though you are full because your body uses food to calm itself down, to distract you from pain, to comfort you, to soothe your disruptive emotions. So the solution is learn effective tools for self-regulation. Learn how to feel your feelings. <laughs> Pay attention what your body is trying to communicate to you and gain more self-awareness because that will help you in self-regulation. The fourth reason why you keep overeating is distraction. So it's going to be very quick. You probably know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about all those episodes of overeating while, let's say, watching TV. Maybe you overrate popcorn and candies at the movie theater or maybe during social events. Uh, when everybody is eating, it just feels socially acceptable to eat more. You do not pay attention to your internal cues, so you just keep eating. And the solution to that is, uh, let's say, quite simple, right? You just have to gain some uh, mind, uh, mindful eating skills. You need to increase your attunement to hunger and fullness signals. You have to pay attention to your body sensations, uh, not only when you eat, but also, you know, during the day. Uh, you need to slow down during eating, focus on the present moment, notice how, how you actually feel and try eating without any distractions. The last reason for your overeating that I wanted to talk about today is perfectionism. Aka, screw this, I already messed up, I might as well eat the rest of it. <laughs> and why perfectionism causes you to eat when you're already full? Well, probably because of the unrealistic expectations. You have the expectation that you will always get things right, that you will always eat the right amount of food. Uh, so when you feel that you ate too much, uh, you feel like you might as well, you know, ruin it even more because there's no, there's no way in like correcting it. Maybe it also happens, those unrealistic expectations may be also connected to you avoiding certain foods. Um, let's say that you are on a ketogenic diet, you try to avoid all carbs, but let's say that accidentally or not, <laughs> you had some. And you're saying to yourself like, oh shit, I'm already kicked out of the ketosis, I might as well I just make it into a cheat meal and make it really pleasurable. <laughs> 
Another example is that maybe you ate some cake at your friend's birthday and you come back home and you're thinking to yourself that you can eat even more right now because from tomorrow everything will be better. From tomorrow you're gonna uh, eat healthy. So once you, you know, crossed um, the boundary, once you crossed your own food rule, you sort of like keep beating yourself up every time you eat that food that you consider to be forbidden. So you end up soothing yourself with food because you want to escape the, that inner mean girl voice. And of course, uh, what, what follows that is all of those promises that from tomorrow, from the next week or after holidays, I will eat better. <laughs> so your quest for perfection makes you a lot, lot less perfect. I don't know if you've noticed, but chilled people who have less stress, they have less expectations towards themselves, they are happier. They're more accepting of themselves and they have higher self-esteem. However, perfectionists, they are usually self-centered, insecure. They constantly think and feel like they are not good enough. And instead of living in a present moment, they are always chasing their pipe dream. So yes, maybe it's the perfectionism that keeps you eating when you're already full. You're disappointed in yourself after, let's say, eating a cookie that a couple of days ago you sworn that you won't ever eat again. <laughs> so now you bully yourself in your mind. You're too hard on yourself. Of course, you're going to keep eating to escape those feelings, escape guilt. It's also the last moment for you to eat whatever you want because from tomorrow, well, you already know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Perfect day of eating. No more mistakes. No more sugar. No more failures. Okay, so what's the solution? Lower your expectations. Allow failures. Forget about self-judgment and self-criticism. Forget about falling off the wagon. There's no wagon. <laughs> you made those rules for yourself so you can also make those rules less strict or you can ban rules whatsoever. Uh, you don't need to punish yourself. After overeating, you just ate more food than you assumed, you know? You didn't kick the puppy, so you don't have to feel guilty about it. And there's also no need to catastrophize. You just have more food in your stomach than you assumed. That's it. <laughs> Those are facts. Whatever you think about it, thoughts are changeable, right? <laughs> you can choose whether you really want to believe your own story or whether you want to see uh, facts. Okay, guys, so those were the five reasons why you keep eating when you're full. And as you can see, they are somewhat connected. And of course, binge eating and overeating are really complex issues. So for sure, there, there might be more reasons why you overeat when you're already full. But again, today I decided to only list five. And I've got also for you a last piece of advice that it would be very good for you if you would stop demonizing feeling full. Face the fear of being full. It, there's, there's just nothing to feel guilt over. Feeling full keeps you satiated for longer. So if you are always going, you know, slightly hungry, your mind will always be on food. Sometimes it's better to 
to just really eat the the bigger amount of food because then you know that okay it's gonna keep me satiated for a while it's gonna give me a steady rise of energy for a while that I don't have to think about food all the time that was the the last piece of advice that you should stop being afraid of being full like there's nothing wrong in in feeling full like everybody does that from time to time everybody overeats and um, it's okay to like normalize it right uh, even people without eating disorders without disordered eating they also overeat from time to time but they do not catastrophize it anyways thank you so much guys for listening to today's podcast episode and see you in the next one bye if you enjoyed today's podcast episode and you would like to stay in touch with me Make sure to follow Binge Poor Brain on Instagram and if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your coaching application for my Binge Poor Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day. Bye!